every Friday, this exact same time, the DNC show has a uh, conversation with Boston Bruins defenseman Andrew Ference. The Andrew Ference interview is brought to you by Verizon Fios, a network ahead, and by Subway Eat Fresh. Bruins defenseman Andrew Ference joins us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE, with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G AT&T Rethink Possible. Andrew, it's Dale Arnold in for John Dennis. Jerry, you know as well. How you doing? Very good. You guys? We're doing great, good, thanks. Good. At one point last night on Nesson, we, we had a shot of the ninth floor, and I saw Tuka Rask, pretty good NHL goaltender. I saw Andrew Ference and Greg Zanin, two pretty good NHL defensemen. I saw Nathan Horton and Rich Peverly, two-thirds of a pretty good forward line in the NHL. When the hell are you guys all going to get on the ice together? Yeah, that's what uh, Cam Neely came over and asked us, too. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a pretty good lineup up here. Yeah, you were uh, only well, one well, wing away from what, having a whole a five-man unit. I know you can't talk about your in- injury, Andy, but what if it were a playoff game? You'd have played yesterday, right? Uh, well, I mean, there's like a, a balance. I mean, when you're injured, it's uh, you can be selfish and, and suck it up and, and be the tough guy. Um but sometimes uh, it's foolish, you know. You, you end up hurting your team if, if you have, um, you, know, you know, somebody else that's 100 percent and healthy, and you're just limping along, um, just for the sake of you know pulling on the jersey. Um, uh, you know, you're actually you know not doing your team any good. So, you know, regular season or playoffs, you, you're you're gonna you know you're gonna suit up if you can if you can help your team, you know, more than the next guy. Your so team. It, it's it's it's. I don't think it really matters, you know, playoffs or not. Uh, you know, if you, if you can go and, and you're good enough to help, then you go. Your team won back-to-back games for the first time since January 10th and 12th. I pointed out that when you guys go through a rough stretch, and it's been kind of a rough stretch, you play 500 hockey. When other teams go through a rough stretch, they go 0-8. I know it's been frustrating, but what's kept you guys away from getting over that hump like you finally did, did last night? Uh, it. it it's been a, I mean, it's been a stretch. I mean, we're, we're you know, obviously since we've won that back-to-back, uh, you know, like you like you said, we've been able to maintain, um, you know, both that 500 hockey and, and, and go back and forth. Uh, you know, so I guess, uh, you know, that is the, the glass half full, you know, way to view it that, um, you know, it isn't a, a big slide and not a whole bunch of games in a row we lose. But, you know, I think that's just based on, on the fact that, uh, you know, we have, a, we have a strong system. We have, you know, a very good foundation, you know, for our team. And uh, and and I think we have a group of guys that uh, you know really hates to lose. I mean, so I, I think that uh, you know when you see teams go through the you know real slides, it's uh, and I've been on teams that have, have gone through those. You, you almost have a an atmosphere where you get used to losing, and, and uh, um, you know you know it's a bad thing when you look around after a loss and, and nobody's really that upset, you know, because uh, it's almost expected that you're going to lose against that team. So. Um, we've never had we haven't had that here for you know for for many years and and uh, I think that's what uh, that's what saves us you know obviously uh, um, you know when you struggle you definitely want to still pick up some wins. What what what's it like on this team after a loss? Uh, well, you know, not everybody's the same, but uh, you know, but some guys are are you know uh, pretty vocal, you know, with their own frustrations, you know, with themselves. Uh, you know, some guys are a little more internal and, and just kind of. Uh, you know, storm around for a bit, but uh, you know, but everybody's pretty good at shaking it off the next day. You know, when you come to practice, uh, you know, nobody's really moping around or, or feeling sorry for themselves. It's it's uh, 
you know, a little bit more, you know, all business and, and, and this and that. But uh, I think uh, guys are pretty good at getting rid of the, the dark cloud the next day. But, uh, you know, that right after a win, you know, everybody's pretty uh, uh, ornery. Zdeno Chara has the universally acclaimed hardest shot in the National Hockey League. And every year at the All-Star Game, we, we reiterate that he's got the hardest shot in the NHL. Does Johnny Boychuk's shot, is it that much slower than... Because that shot I saw Boychuk unload last night looked like it was going as hard as anything I've seen Z get rid of. That was uh, that was a really hard shot. I don't know if uh, uh, if you clocked it, what it would come in at, but... Uh, uh, but I think uh, I, I think Z is, is definitely uh, when he unloads it, it is it, it's still got uh, a few miles I think on everybody else. Um, but uh, but Johnny's definitely he's got that uh, uh, we call him Johnny One T. I mean that's we always that's all he shoots is one timers. So I, I don't know uh, uh, he's got that shot dialed in and, and definitely coming down that wall and, and uh, you know obviously last night you see what happens when it connects. Uh, but uh, but he's just a big man. He's a he's a big Ukrainian kid from from Western Canada. Uh, he, he's just uh, uh, as solid as it comes. So he's he's not a he's not a fun guy to play against. Uh, uh, I know that you know talking to other guys, uh, you know, because he when he hits, it's just a, a kind of a, one of those really solid hits. And and, and obviously when he shoots, uh, he can do some you know pretty good damage if you get in the way of it. You guys when, block shots in practice. Um. Uh, sort of. I mean, uh, <laughs> it depends. Uh, you know, on, on line rushes, you know, if it's the forwards are coming down on three on twos or two on one stuff like that, um, you know, we'll get in the way on purpose. Um, you know, sometimes if we're doing uh, PP and uh, penalty kill practice, uh, uh, you usually try to, you know, pick your spots. <laughs> I'm guessing rookies or young guys do it more than uh, you old grizzled veterans, but did you, when you were younger, did you do something really stupid like? block a shot with your face in practice and someone pulled you aside and said not necessary i uh, you know what the stupidest thing you do is just uh you know when when a guy like z's you know practicing on the power play or something like that if you're if you're on the penalty kill is is uh is, is being you know sideways to the puck you know when you get hit in the side of the foot it's uh it's bad bad news so um as long as you're facing the guy you know and it hits you kind of in the front um and not in the face then you're fine but uh um, but yeah, if you get if you start turning sideways when guys are are pounding pucks from from the, from the point, uh, it's just a matter of time. You're gonna have you're gonna have some broken bones for sure. Don't you think that could be the Rangers' downfall? I mean, the Rangers they're riding high. They dro- a guy seems to drop every game from blocking shots. Yeah, like I, what happens when they catch it in the throat or like in the in the temple? <laughs> wow, well, a boy chuck yeah, slap it, shot could kill it, you, right? Well, it's not even a boy chuck slap shot. I, I've broken a bone in my foot from a from a hard pass before. I mean, it's just the way it hits you and, and certain spots in the foot, you know, when, when it gets you, it just gets you. And, and uh, you know, so anybody on anybody on the ice has the ability to uh, uh, to do some damage with their shot. So it, it is a matter of time. I mean, but, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's part of the game now. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, the Rangers do it, uh, do it well, but uh, every team in the league, you know, tries to block shots and get in the way and, and, and this and that. So, um, it, it's yeah, it's just part of what's expected now. Um, but but yeah, you're you're just uh, it's a numbers game. You know, your your numbers gonna get called right away with a with some kind of uh, bone bruise or, or, or broken bone. Or and we try to minimize it. We have you know a big thing that's changed in our game is uh, on our skates. I don't know if you look at our team, 
Um, we have a, a manufacturer up in uh, British Columbia that has uh, this carbon fiber uh, that goes goes around the outside of our skate, um, which which has helped a lot in the last couple of years. When uh, when I was watching the game in Toronto the other night, there was kind of a comical sequence where Colby Armstrong lining up on the faceoff is having words with Milan Lucic, and I'm thinking this is probably a bad plan. Then there's a hit along the board, same shift, and uh, Adam McQuaid tried to get at him, and I'm thinking this is probably a bad plan. And I'm sure Colby Armstrong was thinking, I'll take Dennis Seidenberg as the best of th- these three options, <laughs> and it didn't seem to work out so well for him. Is Seidenberg known as a guy who can throw them the way he did in Toronto the other night? Well, he, he's uh, if anybody's big, it's him. He's he's uh, he's a very fit German guy. I mean, he's uh, uh, big on the weight room. You know, he uh, he works out a ton, and uh, he's one of those guys. If you get fired up, uh, he can definitely uh, you know toss toss you around. So, um, but but in saying that, it probably was uh, Colby Armstrong's best option of <laughs> those three guys. Uh, which uh, which says a lot about uh, the lineup that we could put on the ice uh, on any given night, uh, and uh, it's 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 good. We have a we have a uh, a wealth of riches, I guess, when it comes to the toughness category uh, on our team. Who's the toughest guy on the team? Well, I mean, Z would. I mean, Z could destroy uh, anybody on the team. He can end a career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody. He's he's by far the the would be the scariest person to fight. And, and Thor- Thornton would tell you the same thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, for sure. I asked Brick this. Um, do you think Sean Thornton's modeling career has gone out the window? You think it's over? Yeah. And, and I mean, you fight with I stitches? Think, I think he actually had one, too. I think he had a modeling yeah. career. Or he thought he had one. So, uh, I don't know. I see him in commercials, though, so something's working. That's a good point. But, I mean, it should be like when you have stitches, when you have like an oozing cut already. You should be. Uh, they should give you a, a pass. You don't have to fight until it heals. <laughs> well, that, would that be too wimpy for you guys? That if that were a rule, it, it's it's secretly a badge of honor. You know, when you, oh. have, you have a few scars and you know stitches, it makes you look look the part. You don't want to be uh, uh, floating around looking too pretty, especially yeah. for a you, role like that. You, wouldn't you say that Andrew's kind of pretty, Dale? I mean, he's a not real, to his face, but he's not Sean Thornton. He doesn't have that that face like i mean you don't have that many battle scars do you uh you know what actually i have i probably get cut almost the most on the team um you know stitches wise tattoos don't count pal <laughs> no 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 but but pucks and sticks and uh i i took a skate to the face this year it's just uh you got to use the aloe vera that's that's the key um <laughs> oh yeah that's the key when you take a skate to the face just slap that aloe vera to it yeah you got to be you got to stay on top of it Get the get the good aloe vera too. Yeah, someone, and, and someone it'll heal up. Go tell L, LB down the hall. Tell LB he should have used aloe vera. I don't aloe vera and LB. He should have should have bathed in that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sunday it is expected Sidney Crosby is going to return uh, to the Pittsburgh Penguins lineup. Uh, a game in Pittsburgh that you guys will be playing. I I hope that you're going to be playing on Sunday against Pittsburgh. I already think they're one of the best teams in the East to begin with. What are they going to be like when they get him back? No, I mean they are very solid. I mean, uh, it's uh, you know there's a few teams you know around the league that uh, just year to year um, you know are always that step above. There, you know, you, you talk about uh, you know uh, at the start us not going through a, a big losing streak, and and you know it, it is true the teams that have um, you know really solid coaches, you know, solid systems, and and a bunch of guys that. Uh, um, you know, I've been on the team for a few years. You get that base, uh, and you get that belief in the room that that 
you know, losing is unacceptable. And, and, and Pittsburgh's one of those teams uh, for sure. You know, so even with Crosby out of the lineup, you still have that character in the room and, and those guys in the room that, uh, um, you know, that just don't accept losing. So, you know, with or without the, him, he, you know, they're a great team. And, and it's because they have that, uh, that attitude and, and, and obviously the talent to back it up. What, what do you, but, you know, with him, it just puts them, you know, puts them that much, uh, that much better. It's a, it's a, another obviously dangerous tool, but, uh, um, you know, but nothing that teams haven't uh, you know tried to deal with in the past. So, well, what do you do? What is it? Sixteen games still? Sixteen left? Yeah, I think well, it's. 16. What has to happen in these sixteen? Uh, obviously, fans each morning, we look at you know the matchups, who they're playing in round one, and who they'll play in round two, whether it's home or away. We do the same thing with the NBA. But what do you guys look at for the next sixteen games? A guy like you, I'm thinking, wants to get as healthy and be as fresh as possible heading into the playoffs. Yeah, well, you're really just trying to uh, well get your points. I mean, obviously we, uh, you know, we've tightened uh, tightened up the, the the race for the conference or uh, in our division, um, you know, a little more than we would have wanted to uh, over the last little bit by playing that 500 hockey. So, um, you know, points are important. We, you know, we 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 have to get the wins, and we, we uh, you know we'll we'll take the ugly wins, but obviously we want to get our game going in the right direction, and and you know. I, the team, the team game will take care of itself if, if every individual kind of just, you know, um, kind of gets in that frame of mind that uh, you know you, you can't just turn on the light switch come playoff times and, and you have to get feeling good about your game and doing the right things and and uh, and and almost uh, you know you go back I've done it in the past where you go back and watch you know some of the playoff games and some of the games where you felt great and and uh, you know the funny thing is is you realize how simple your game is and. Uh, um, you know, the certain guys that during the year will try, you know, the extra move or try the, you know, the highlight goal, and and uh, it, it just doesn't work in playoffs. So I think it's 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 kind of getting into that frame of mind where, um, you know, realizing, you know, what's best for the team as as far as you know how you're playing, and, and that's usually simplifying your game, um, you know, getting that edge back, and and uh, yeah, it's 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 almost all mental. I mean, really, it, it's just uh, it's just kind of making sure that you don't wait till the last moment to try to turn it on. Final question from me. You guys have what is described by the players there as a very tight dressing room. You're a Stanley Cup champion, so obviously uh, that room became even tighter in the in the crucible that was the Stanley Cup playoffs a year ago. You now add four new faces to that dressing room in a two-week span. How hard is it for the, the new guys coming in, and how hard is it for the guys who were in the dressing room to begin with to assimilate four new personalities into the group? Well, that's where the you know the true uh, you know talent of a GM comes in. I mean, you know, a GM that looks purely at numbers and, and uh, um, you know doesn't uh, take into character will just you know grab the best numbers guy and, and uh, you know it's a crapshoot whether or not he'll he'll fit in. But uh, you know, I, I you know over the past few years, you know, you've, you've seen uh, you've seen the way Peter uh, brings guys in and, and uh, you know obviously takes into account uh, personalities and. and uh, you know the, the type of person he wants to bring in as well, and and so it's been easy. I mean, every time somebody comes in here, they're, you know, they've been a good guy and and just kind of fit right in. So uh, you know, it, uh, sorry for our, uh, you know, from our experience, it's it's been easy. I, I I can't help but notice, and and I I know Brian a little bit from when he was here before, but looking at the other guys, none of the none of them can stop smiling. I saw a motto going out of the the building last night. It's like they can't stop smiling. They can't believe that they're here. And Turco sounds like the same way the way he's been talking lately. Yeah, well, I mean, they're I don't want to 
you know, pump their tires too much, but you know, they're, they're good guys and they, they love the game and they want to win. And, and, you know, there are guys in the league that, you know, are happy with just playing and, and, uh, you know, getting their check and, and having a nice long summer, if, if, if so be it. Uh, uh, and then there's guys that, you know, want to win and, and, and want to win at all costs and don't just say it, you know, they, uh, um, you know, they have the right attitude about the game and, and, uh, and obviously, coming to a team like us, you know, they have a chance to to do that and have a you know successful playoff. So, um, it, it, you know, it just goes back to the same point: is is having, you know, the right character and the right personality to to fit in the group and and to uh, you know not just talk a good game. You know, they they actually you know are genuinely happy and and generally you know want that uh, opportunity to win. Andrew gives back to the patients and families at Spalding. Are you a young professional looking to get involved? Spalding has a young professionals group that volunteers at Spalding and provides networking and social activities. Find out how to get involved at www.spaldingnetwork.org. Bruins defenseman Andrew Ferentz, any chance we'll see you in the lineup tomorrow? <laughs> it's state secrets. Come on. You, you know, it's, uh, I can't talk about that. I but, tried to uh, soften you up. Well, you first, could say uh, there's a chance. You don't have to it, confirm yes or no. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you guys are slick. Uh, <laughs> They really should just, you know, I don't even know why they do upper body, lower body anymore. They should just be like concussion or non-concussion. That should be the only two categories. And and everybody would be said to have had a concussion in this game the, these days. So. Yeah. Well. Uh, nice talk to you guys again. Yeah. Thanks, Andrew. We'll see you. All right. Thanks, Bye-bye. Man. That's Bruins defenseman Andrew Ferentz joining us on the uh, AT&T hotline. I thought I'd, you know, kind of just sort of soften him up, sort of slide that in. Do you think guys will? Uh, Unload on Crosby if he's skating, you know, head down over the middle, or, you know, center ice, and or will they see? Oh, it's Sid. I should let up. <laughs> it's good for the game. I think, and I'm not kidding. I think there will be some of that. Where, uh, where I, I, I don't. I, I you think do that, not want to be the one to end it. First of all, I'd be shocked if he is skating across the I'm middle with his head down. But, but given your hypothetical, I would say no. You would, you would ease up. Yeah, I agree. You would, you would avoid. For one thing, do you want to be the guy who puts Sidney Crosby no. out of the game? No, I mean, but... if you're Matt Cook, you probably don't give a darn whether you put a guy out of the game or not. But most clear-thinking, right. yeah. normal human beings are right. saying, I don't want to be the guy who ends this. Right. And unless there's, like, their coach put a bounty on him, you know, they're, they're not going <laughs> to take him out. They don't want to be. I think you said that earlier. I think he's universally respected, liked, and they know he's good for the game. So no one wants to end it for him and end it now. Yeah, I wouldn't think they would. We gotta say bye to the say folks bye to Ness and Randolph Scott. You guys on later? You're on tomorrow. I'm not tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, Dale gets a night. I'm off. I'll be back tomorrow. Dale will be back tomorrow. We'll Early. I'll be back tomorrow. Twelve thirty for you, right, Dale? Twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock. Twelve okay. o'clock. Big Bad Bruins live. Okay. Big Bad Bruins live, and then what times? Game faceoffs at one. One. One hour pregame tomorrow. And then Sunday, what time? They're on NBC on Sunday. Doc Emmerich. It's uh, yes. Doc will be doing the game in Pittsburgh. And then. Tell me this, Bruins Pittsburgh at one, Celtics yeah twelve thirty Celtics Lakers at three thirty, who wins the day? It's a great question because when they have gone head to head this year, the Bruins have consistently beaten the Celtics in the local TV ratings. So it's a it's a very legitimate question. Celtics Lakers, but you got you got the return of Sidney right. Crosby. That's a tough one. I think it's Celtics because it means more. As we point out, this, these games don't mean much for the Bruins right now. You know, they're getting healthy, whatever. Yeah. They're getting ready for the playoffs and got to get some games for Turco. But 
Now, nationally, obviously, basketball. Game? No, that's not the no, Turco I think, game. Well, Tomorrow's I'm, I'm just guessing. I, know. I don't know anything. I'm guessing he'd play tomorrow. <laughs> Look, it, nationally, obviously, basketball will do a much bigger number than hockey. But in the city of Boston, that's a tough one. It matters for the Celtics. I mean, the trade deadline's a couple days away. If they get smoked, and, and the Lakers are good at home, and it's national TV, If what? well, it's national TV, which means Rondo will have a triple-double, right? He only does that on national TV. Yes. But say the Lakers run him out of the building like Philly did. Isn't that going to be – isn't that going to be the national perception that the Celtics at last finally – this this edition of the Celtics is done, done, dead, over? Boy, it's, it's, it's such a good question. I mean, you got Rashawn Rondo and Kobe Bryant. You got Stanley Cup champions and the return of Sidney well, Crosby. Well, Heidi, why you be there, Crosby Chacho? Pus- she pushes started, it over the edge. Has Heidi started a new gig yet with the Lakers? Ooh, good question. We she, she, she won't yes. be on the national telecast. Well, she'll be courtside. Might be able to see her. Yeah, she'll be Google sitting her. there with Jack. You got pause, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd <laughs> You be guys worth. sound so creepy. She would put the <laughs> Just creepy. <laughs> Quick break. We'll get to the calls on the other side. It's DNC, Dale Infordino, Sports Radio, WEEI.